0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate
1: icon at www.relevantradio.com. And I wish you a continued Merry Christmas. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, December 29th, 2021. The fifth day of Christmas in the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary, and today is the optional memorial of St. Thomas Becket. Born in 1118, he was made Chancellor of England at the age of 36 by King Henry II. Henry thought it was a good idea to make his Chancellor the Archbishop of Canterbury, But Thomas warned him he might not accept all of Henry's intrusions into church affairs. Henry insisted upon usurping church rights. Thomas fled to France for safety and remained in exile for seven years. When he returned to England, he refused to remit censures he had placed upon bishops favored by the king. Henry cried out in a rage, Will no one rid me of this troublesome priest? Four knights took his words as his wish, and killed Thomas in the Canterbury Cathedral. The year was eleven seventy. Saint Thomas Becket, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and And submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for catechists, summoned to announce the Word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My
2: Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, I I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. That might seem strange to wish you, for whom we are celebrating these magnificent feasts that we should offer you Merry Christmas, because it seems more like a greeting that we should give to one another. But I find myself saying that to friends and family and people who I care about. And so I feel like I should share that greeting with you too, even though it mightn't be the right way of expressing it. Jesus, I want to thank you for this magnificent feast of Christmas that we're celebrating and to wish that you would enjoy that feast with, that you would partake in my joy, in my own home, with my family you would be part of our celebrations and that the merriness of Christmas would truly come from you. Today we have in the gospel a story, at least to my mind, of longing and waiting and being fulfilled. Now, it brings me back to whenever I was a child. I got an atlas one time, kind of one of these interactive books that didn't just talk about the countries and where they were, but kind of gave information about them and interesting facts. And I remember there was one section that had the wonders of the world. Now, as a child, when you think about the wonders of the world, these are incredible things that we have to see and explore and see for ourselves. And that we can't just see them purely in books, but they're enough to give us a taste. But of course, they seem so far away to us, because if our parents can't take us there in an afternoon, then it must be something that we have to do when we grow up, when we get bigger. And it becomes something that we, we long to see, to see the wonders of the world, whatever they might be. And I was fascinated by the pyramids. I think all children, well, probably all young boys go through a kind of an an Egyptians phase where we're kind of interested in mummies and hieroglyphics and all things Egyptian the pyramids stood out for me as being kind of a symbol of the Egyptians and everything that was exciting and interesting about them. And I dearly wanted to see these pyramids one day. But of course, I thought, well, when will I ever get the opportunity? Well, the opportunity came two years ago just by sheer chance where I was in the world at the time meant that it was quite easy to get to Cairo. And so I had the opportunity, which was not to be missed, to go to see the pyramids. So I I went to Cairo, very interesting city, chaotic in many ways, but very interesting, well worth seeing. And I had a list of things that I wanted to see, but right at the top was certainly the pyramids at Giza. So I had it all arranged that on day three of my trip to Cairo, I went to see the pyramids. So I went in the morning, a car came and picked me up with a a guide to take me there and to explain the whole thing to me, to kind of bring it alive. And one thing about Cairo, if you've been, you'll know that traffic is absolutely impossible. So it takes ages to get out of the city. But of course, when you're on an adventure, that just makes the whole thing more exciting. So you get out of the city eventually, and you make your way past all these buildings and everything until finally you get to see the sand. And you realize that we're kind of in the desert here. We're getting closer to what I imagine where the pyramids are. So eventually, after probably about, I don't know, half an hour in the car, we arrive at Giza, the place where the pyramids are. And the guide was kind of talking about it and getting me ready. And i remember getting out of the car and seeing the pyramids for the first time and actually feeling a bit underwhelmed, to be quite frank. These are pyramids that I had longed to see. The image was very firmly ingrained in my mind from an early age, but they just couldn't take my breath away, I have to say. Maybe, I don't know, it was a kind of a dull day or... Maybe we build building things up too much in our mind and when we actually see them, yeah, it just didn't kind of match up. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's impressive, but it wasn't quite how I imagined it as a child. Anyway, part of the visit to the pyramids is to actually go inside one of them. So you can make your way through the pyramid to the burial chamber, which is at the very heart of it. And I'm a tall person, so you imagine these burial chambers are kind of not, even though the pyramids are very big, the burial chambers themselves are not particularly big, so you have to climb down these very narrow shafts and kind of bow and bend low in order to get in. And you have to kind of go down and you go along and then you go up. Anyway, it's not that pleasant an experience, but kind of worth it, you know, because you think, what am I going to see when I get here? You know, what, what, what treasures await? So after you crawl your way through the pyramid, you get into the centre of the pyramid for which the whole thing exists. And you find there's absolutely nothing there at all. So, unfortunately for me, my big trip to the pyramids, yes, I enjoyed it, it was well worth it. It wasn't like I had imagined it as a child. It didn't fulfil all my deepest longings. No, we have a very different story in our Gospel today. We have Simeon, an upright and devout man, which in Biblical language means a man who fulfilled the duties of the law according to the letter and the Spirit, a good and pious man, who was faithful to the commands. A man who was not only dependable, but a man who was deeply religious, a man of conviction, a man whose life was based upon the living out of his faith. Two things which we ought to aspire to, being faithful and being pious. And he was led by the Holy Spirit to understand and to know that he would see the Christ, the long-awaited one who will save his people from their sins and who would become in turn a light to all of the nations. Now what an honour it was for Simeon that day at the prompting of the Holy Spirit to go to the temple in Jerusalem at the moment when Mary and Joseph were presenting you there, baby Jesus, in the temple. What an honour for him to be there, to meet your mother, to meet Saint Joseph, our Father and Lord, but to take you as a baby Jesus into his arms. What an honour that none of us will have, except maybe in a spiritual sense, but to physically be there with the Holy Family in that moment. What an honour and what a joy. And we know that Simeon was so fulfilled by this encounter, which wasn't, of course, a chance encounter at all. It was perfectly planned out through the wisdom of the Holy Spirit that he should be there in this moment to fulfill the promise. He was so fulfilled by this that he makes this beautiful hymn of praise to God, which essentially says that having seen the child Jesus, he can now go in peace. He can die. He can die in peace because he is completely and totally fulfilled. All his life's longing was in this moment completely fulfilled. To hold the baby Jesus in his arms. Now, Master, you can let your servant go in peace, just as you promised. Because my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared for all the nations. A light to enlighten the pagans and the glory of your people Israel. The baby Jesus filled all of the longings that Simeon had in his heart. Jesus, you fulfill all of our longings. If we have a desire that is not fulfilled by you, then we don't need it. It could be a material thing that we we, we feel we need It It could be a physical thing or a promotion at our work or a place to live which is a little bit better or whatever. All those longings and desires that we have, if they are not ultimately fulfilled by you, then they are useless to us. Even sometimes we might confuse them for a spiritual longing. It's a desire to acquire a certain virtue or it's a desire to, to pray in a particular way. But if that's not ultimately fulfilled by you, then it's taking us down the wrong path. We need to be able to pick you up, baby Jesus, like the little figure that we have in our churches or in our homes or wherever we are centering our prayer at this moment around your crib to take you into our arms and to see in this little statue, which represents you, all that we need. Our complete and total desire is fulfilled in you. And to say, as we look at you, baby Jesus, you are enough for us. You're all I need. You are enough for me. And if we can transfer that as a prayer in the same way that Simeon made, about a little figurine, a little crib figure, to think about the Eucharist, when we receive you, Jesus, in Holy Communion, if we were able to, to have that prayer in our heart, well, it could do us a lot of good, that we could take you, as it, as it is, into our arms, and to thank you, and to say that you're all that we need, that the Eucharist, whenever I receive you, Jesus, really and truly present in the Blessed Sacrament, that's what I need, and that I have the same faith as Simeon to, to, to make that proclamation of praise. You are the one that I need. Joseph and Mary, you're a big part of this story too, of course. Well, help us to come closer to Jesus in the way that you brought Jesus to, to Simeon. Bring Jesus closer to us. Bring him into our homes, into our lives, in order that we can see in him the light that we need, the life that we need, everything that we need is fulfilled in him. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations which you've communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My mother immaculate, St. Joseph, my father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me.
1: You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at relevantradio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 14 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the fifth day of Christmas, December 29, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the invitatory psalm and the office of greetings. Lord, open my lips, and,
3: and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim your praise.
0: Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord.
4: The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands.
0: Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people, the flock he
4: shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I
0: endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger they shall not enter into my rest.
4: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
0: as As it was was in the beginning, is now and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Christ is born for us,
5: Come, let us adore Him. The Lord of power and might is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. God is for us a refuge and
6: strength, a helper close at hand in time of distress. So we shall not fear though the earth should rock, though the mountains fall into the depths of the sea, even though its waters rage and foam even though the mountains be shaken by its waves.
3: The Lord of hosts is with us.
6: The waters of a river give joy to God's city, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within. It cannot be shaken. God will help it at the dawning of the day. Nations are in tumult. Kingdoms are shaken. He lifts his voice. The earth shrinks away. Come, consider the works of the Lord, the redoubtable deeds he has done on the earth. He puts an end to wars over all the earth. The bow he breaks, the spear he snaps. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God, supreme among the nations, supreme on the earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. as it it was was in the the
5: beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen.
7: The Lord Lord of our power power and might is with us. The God of Jacob Jacob is is our stronghold.
5: Fullness of peace will dawn on the day of the Lord, and he will be our king. O God, give your judgment
6: to the king, to a king's son your justice, that he may judge your people in justice and your poor in right judgment.
3: May the mountains bring forth peace for the people and the hills justice. May he defend the poor of the people and save the children of the needy and crush the oppressor.
6: He shall endure like the sun and the moon from age to age. He shall descend like rain on the meadow, like raindrops on the earth.
3: In his days justice shall flourish and peace till the moon fails. He shall rule from sea to sea and the great river to earth's bounds.
6: Before him his enemies shall fall. His foes lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and the sea coasts shall pay him tribute.
3: The kings of Sheba and Seba shall bring him gifts. Before him all kings shall fall prostrate. All nations shall serve him.
6: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
5: As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Fullness, Fullness of peace will dawn on the day of the, day of the Lord, Lord and, and He will be our, our King. King. The Lord Himself will come to save the poor.
3: For He shall save the poor when they cry, and the needy who are helpless. He will have pity on the weak, and save the lives of the of the poor.
5: From oppression he will rescue their lives. To him their blood is dear.
3: Long may he live. May the gold of Sheba be given him. They shall pray for him without ceasing and bless him all day long. May
5: corn be abundant in the land, to the peaks of the mountains. May its fruit rustle like Lebanon. May men flourish in the cities
3: like grass on the earth. May his name be blessed forever and endure like the sun. Every tribe shall be blessed in him. All nations bless his name.
5: Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who alone works wonders. Ever blessed his glorious name. Let his glory fill the earth. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
3: as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord himself will come to save the poor. When the shepherds saw the child, they They understood understood what what the angel had said of him. The beginning of the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Colossians. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the Holy Ones at Colossae, faithful brothers in Christ. May God, our Father, give you grace and peace. We always give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, in our prayers for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love you bear toward all the saints, moved as you are by the hope held in store for you in heaven. You heard of this hope, Through the message of truth, the gospel which has come to you has borne fruit and has continued to grow in your midst as it has everywhere in the world. This has been the case from the day you first heard it and comprehended God's gracious intention through the instructions of Epiphas, our dear fellow slave, who represents us as a faithful minister of Christ. He it was who told us of your love in the Spirit. Ever since we heard this, We have been praying for you unceasingly and asking that you may attain full knowledge of His will through perfect wisdom and spiritual insight. Then you will lead a life worthy of the Lord and pleasing to Him in every way. You will multiply good works of every sort and grow in the knowledge of God. By the might of His glory, you will be endowed with the strength needed to stand fast, even to endure joyfully whatever may come giving thanks to the Father for having made you worthy to share the lot of the saints in light. He rescued us from the power of darkness and has brought us into the kingdom of His beloved Son. Through Him we have redemption, the forgiveness of our sins. The Word of the Lord. Let us give thanks to God our Father. Because 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 He he has
5: rescued rescued us from from the the power of darkness. darkness, and brought brought us us into the the kingdom of His
8: beloved beloved Son. Every good and perfect gift comes down to us from above, from the Father of Light.
3: Because He he has rescued us from the power of darkness, and brought brought us into into the kingdom of His his beloved Son. From a sermon by St. Bernard Abbot. The goodness and humanity of God our Savior have appeared in our midst. We thank God for the many consolations He has given us during this sad exile of our pilgrimage here on earth. Before the Son of God became man, His goodness was hidden. For God's mercy is eternal, but how could such goodness be recognized? It was promised, but it was not experienced, and as a result, few believed in it. Often, and in many ways, the Lord used to speak through the prophets. Among other things, God said, I think thoughts of peace and not of affliction. But what did man respond thinking thoughts of affliction and knowing nothing of peace? They said, Peace. Peace? There is no peace. This response made the angels of peace weep bitterly, saying, Lord, who has believed our message? But now men believe because they see with their own eyes and because... God's testimony has now become even more credible. He has gone so far as to pitch his tent in the sun so even the dimmest eyes see him. Notice that peace is not promised, but sent to us. It is no longer deferred, it is given. Peace is not prophesied, but achieved. It is as if God the Father sent upon the earth Purse full of His mercy. This purse was burst open during the Lord's Passion to pour forth its hidden contents, the price of our redemption. It was only a small purse, but it was very full. As the Scriptures tell us, a little child has been given to us, but in him dwells all the fullness of the divine nature. The fullness of time brought with it the fullness of divinity. God's Son came in the flesh so that mortal men could see and recognize God's kindness. When God reveals His humanity, His goodness cannot possibly remain hidden. To show His kindness, what more could He do beyond taking my human form, my humanity, I say, not Adam's, that is, not such as he had before his fall. How could he have shown his mercy more clearly than by taking on himself our condition? For our sake, the word of God became as grass. What better proof could he have given us? of his love. Scripture says, Lord, what is man that you are mindful of him? Why does your heart go out to him? The Incarnation teaches us how much God cares for us and what he thinks and feels about us. We should stop thinking of our own sufferings and remember what he suffered. Let us think of all the Lord has done for us, and then we shall realize how his goodness appears through his humanity. The lesser he became through his human nature, the greater was his goodness. The more he lowered himself for me, the dearer he is to me. The goodness and humanity of God our Savior have appeared, say the Apostle. Truly great and manifest are the goodness and humanity of God. He has given us a most wonderful proof of his goodness by adding humanity to his own divine nature. From all eternity, God destined us
8: in Jesus Christ to be his children by adoption. For it was his his loving loving purpose purpose to to show show in in us us the glory of of his grace.
5: grace.
8: Long ago, he knew us and chose to make us in the likeness of his own Son. For For it was was his his loving loving
5: purpose purpose to to show show in us us the
0: the glory of
4: his grace. grace.
0: You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father, all creation
4: worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The
0: glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise
4: you. Through all the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit and guide.
0: You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father.
4: When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You
0: overcame the sting of death. but with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints
4: to glory everlasting.
8: Let us pray. Almighty and invisible God, who dispersed the darkness of this world by the coming of your light, look, we pray, with a serene countenance upon us, that we may acclaim with fitting praise the greatness of the nativity of your only
1: begotten Son,
8: who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: Twenty-five minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's Gospel in just a few minutes in Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, December 29, 2021. I'm Paul Sodick and today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible. Mary and Joseph take Jesus to the temple to present him, and there is an old man there who knows exactly who the child is. It's from the second chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And when the time came
7: for their purification... whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Inspired by the Spirit, he came into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, Simeon took him up in his arms and blessed God. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to thy People, Israel. His father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is spoken against. And a sword will pierce through your own soul also. That Thoughts out of
1: many hearts may be revealed. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, if you want to follow Christ, you're going to have to pray and work for justice. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. In the final analysis, the establishment of justice and peace in the world finds its solution in the human heart. And when the heart is not centered on God, man reverts to his original state of slavery and is subject to every kind of oppression from his fellow creatures. Thus, we can never forget that when, through our personal apostolate, we try to make the world around us more Christian, we are also making it more human. And to the extent that we succeed in this by creating a more just and more human environment in social, family, and working conditions, we are at the same time creating a climate in which Christ can be more easily known and loved. A decision to put into practice the virtue of justice without reservations will lead us to pray daily for the leaders of government, business enterprise, as welfare services. For the solution to the major social and human problems of today depends to a great extent on such people. And in doing so, we must endeavor to live up to this standard without inhibitions and without leaving to others the practice of justice which the Church urges upon us. This means full payment for services rendered. It entails a serious effort to improve the living conditions of people in need. It presupposes exemplary behavior in carrying out our work competently and well, showing responsibility and initiative in the exercise of our rights and duties as citizens. Finally, the practice of justice will lead us to join movements in which, together with other people of goodwill, we can foster more human and more Christian ideals. And all this, though it may seem to take up more time than is normally at our disposal, is not impossible. For if we really make an effort, God will enlarge our day. Our Lord has left us a program of life which, if put into practice, is capable of completely transforming mankind. He has told us that we are all children of God and therefore brothers. This has a profound impact on the relations between men. God has given the goods of the earth to all to administer them well. To all he has promised eternal life. The doctrine of Christ has over the centuries led to great achievements, the abolition of slavery. The recognition of the dignity of women, the protection of orphans and widows, the care of the sick and the handicapped. They are a consequence of the sense of the brotherhood of man resulting from the Christian faith. In our own professional and social surroundings, can it really be said that in word and deed we are truly contributing towards making the world more just and more human? Let us recall the words of St. Jose Maria Escriva. Perhaps you bring to mind all the injustices which cry for redress and all the abuses that go uncorrected, the discrimination passed on from one generation to the next with no attempt to find permanent solutions. A man or a society that does not react to suffering and injustice and makes no attempt to alleviate them is still distant from the love of Christ's heart. While Christians enjoy the fullest freedom in finding and applying various solutions to these problems, they should be united in having one and the same desire to serve mankind. Otherwise, their Christianity will not be the word and life of Jesus. It will be a fraud, a deception of God and man. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 15 before the hour. We pray with the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer.
8: God, come to my assistance.
5: Lord, make haste to help me.
8: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy
4: Spirit. as
3: it it was was in the the beginning, beginning,
4: is now, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Alleluia. Tell the shepherds what have you seen? Who has appeared on earth? We have seen a new you I long, for you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory.
0: For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So will I bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you
4: with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice, my soul clings to you, your right hand holds me fast.
0: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Tell us, shepherds, what have you seen? Who has appeared on earth? We have seen a newborn infant, and a choir of angels praising the Lord. Hallelujah The angel said to the shepherds I proclaim to you a great joy Today the savior of the world is born for you Hallelujah Bless the Lord all you works of the Lord Praise and exalt him forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless
4: the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days bless the Lord, light and darkness bless the Lord, lightnings and clouds bless the Lord.
0: Let the earth bless the Lord, praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord.
4: O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Ananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever.
0: Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. The angel said to the shepherds, I proclaim to you a great joy. Today the Savior of the world is born for you, Alleluia. A
4: little child is born for you. Song to the Lord is praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp.
0: For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron. To carry out the sentence preordained, this honor is for all his faithful.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
0: as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. A little child is born for us today, little and yet called the mighty God. Alleluia! Alleluia!
6: A reading from the letter of Paul to the Hebrews. In times past, God spoke in fragmentary and varied ways to our fathers through the prophets. In this, the final age, he has spoken to us through his Son, whom he has made heir of all things, and through whom he first created the universe. The Word of the Lord.
8: Thanks, thanks, be, thanks be to God. God. The Lord has made known. Alleluia, alleluia. The, the Lord has made known. known.
3: Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia.
8: His saving power. Alleluia, alleluia. 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 Glory to the Father and the and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord has has made made known. Alleluia, Alleluia! Alleluia!
6: The shepherds said to one another, Let us make our way to Bethlehem, and see for ourselves this thing which the Lord has revealed to us.
0: Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophet he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us.
6: Let us make our way to Bethlehem and see for ourselves
8: this thing which the Lord has revealed to us. Because God has been merciful to us and sent His Son, the Prince of Peace, let us cry out with confidence, Peace peace to to His his people on on earth. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Church now celebrates Your saving love.
6: Graciously receive our praise. Peace Peace to to his people people on earth. Earth.
8: From the very beginning, you promised mankind your victory through Christ our Savior.
6: Let all be enlightened by the good news. Peace Peace to to his people people on earth. Earth.
8: In praise of your Son, whose coming was joyously foreseen by Abraham, hoped for by the patriarchs, announced by the prophets, and yearned for by the Gentiles.
6: Save the whole people of Israel. Peace Peace to to his his people people on Earth. earth.
8: You wished the birth of your Son to be proclaimed by the angels and to be praised by the apostles, martyrs, and faithful of all ages.
6: Grant the world that peace which the angels proclaimed. Peace Peace to to his people people on on earth. Earth.
8: With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father.
5: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. on earth Earth as as it is in in heaven. Give us this day our daily daily bread, and and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
8: Almighty and invisible God, who dispersed the darkness of this world by the coming of your light, look, we pray, with a serene countenance upon us that we may acclaim with fitting praise the greatness of the nativity of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.
5: Amen. Amen.
1: Morning air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out now, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord.
7: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings
8: from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the Dramatized Audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group.